people, and welcome to today's episode of The Road to Satori, South Africa's very first mental wellness, personal development, and entrepreneurial podcast. I am your host, Trey Delano, and I look very much forward to going on this journey of continuous self-improvement with you all. Once again, I'd first like to thank every single one of you for taking out some time from your busy days to listen to what I have to say. I genuinely hope that this podcast will leave you feeling inspired and give you the motivation to feel like you're ready to take on any of the challenges that life has to throw your way. If I had to ask you how much time you spent on your phone, watching Netflix, Showmax, or just behind the screen of some form in general, what would your answer be? According to a study conducted by The Guardian in 2020, nowadays the average individual spends approximately two and a half hours of their day using their cell phone. Add that to the daily average screen time of one hour and 20 minutes watching Netflix or Showmax, and you're left with approximately four hours of daily screen time. If that doesn't sound like a lot to you, then let's do the math quickly. Four hours of daily screen time amounts to 28 hours of screen time in just a week. Still doesn't sound like a lot? Okay. Multiply that number by 52 and it equates to 1,456 hours of screen time a year. Or to put it differently, 61 days. And you can check my calculations, but the numbers don't lie. Isn't it absolutely absurd to think that in just one year, the average person spends around two straight months behind the screen? And I think we all know that you get productive and unproductive screen time, and I'm referring to the latter. Just think about how much more you could accomplish if you had an extra two months a year to work with. Well, technically, you do. It's all about how you choose to prioritize your time. You make time for the things that you view as important. As human beings, we spend a global average of 61 days chatting, texting, watching series, and scrolling through the feeds of people who, most of the time, we don't even really like, or who themselves aren't even aware of our existence. We're doing pretty much anything but actually living. Just think about how much more you could have achieved if just a fraction of that time was put towards something constructive, like learning a new skill, or maybe a new language, or getting started with a business idea that you've been sleeping on for who knows how long, or just doing anything, something, of value and substance. How do you expect to tap into the infinite reservoirs of your own potential when all your free time is spent behind the, con- behind the screen, unconsciously and blindly consuming? My message to you is this. Create, don't consume. Here's a little test that you can conduct at home using a calculator or a smartphone. Take the number one and raise it to the power of 365 because all our calculations will be based over the course of just one year. We obviously know that no matter how great you make the power of one, your answer will always be the same. You see, when you do nothing, when you remain complacent and comfortable, you will be in exactly the same place that you always were. As Albert Einstein said, the real definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different outcome. You need to move different when you want different. But you see, as human beings, we very seldom stay in the same place. If anything, we have a natural tendency to self-sabotage, So our reality would most likely look something like this. Take the number 0.99 and raise that to the power of 365. You'll find that you get an answer of 0.03 over the course of one year. So basically what the numbers are showing is that even a 1% dose of self-destructive behavior conducted on a daily basis can have adverse effects on the individual due to the compounding effect. You literally go from having something to having nothing at all. Now finally, take the number 1.01 and raise that to the power of 365. Your answer will be approximately 37.8, meaning that even just a small improvement of 1% done on a daily basis for the duration of one year 
will leave you approximately 37 times better off than you are right now. Think about how much more you would have achieved if you can guarantee yourself 37 times more efficiency, 37 times more the results. And yet, so many of us still choose to sleep in our potential. Every day I see so many people passing passively through life with no real sense of drive and direction. And my question to you is, are you one of these people? And don't get me wrong, I'm not here to finger point. But what I am here to do is show you that you could be accomplishing so much more if you just honed on to honed on into all your untapped potential and allow yourself to let go of all the unnecessary distractions that you hold on to as a means of remaining in your comfort zone. I've got some news for you. Your comfort zone will kill you. Another concept that many people fail to fully comprehend is the power of manifestation. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says this, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Upon close analysis of the scripture, and with the added assistance of Dr. Joseph Murphy from his book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, my understanding of the statement has drastically changed. What the scripture refers to is not the heart as we understand it. It does not refer to the bodily organ pumping blood throughout your circulatory system, the vessel incapable of thought. What the scripture refers to is in fact the collaborated efforts of your conscious and subconscious mind. So what it actually means is, as a man thinketh in his conscious and subconscious mind, so is he. I recently saw states that a close friend of mine posted which read this. Negative thoughts manifest. Protect your energy. And this is something that I couldn't agree with more, not just for negative thoughts, but for positive ones as well. You see, the Bible and any other book intended to guide your spiritual waking all share many underlying similarities. One of them being, you reap what you sow. The Buddha explained it by saying that your outer world is merely a reflection of your inner world, or as is within, so it shall be without. And this is why I believe wholeheartedly in the power of prayer, visualization, manifestation, and the divine law of attraction. If you accept something to be true first in your mind, if you can clearly visualize your success, you can picture your happiness, your dreams, long before they have even occurred, and you accept these visualizations to be true. I guarantee you that it will come to fruition within your life. To quote the author Eckhart Tolle from his book A New Earth, your reality is merely your unconsciousness projected outward. So how can you start to train your subconscious to see all the opportunities that lie right in front of you? Be consciously aware of your thoughts at all times. What you allow yourself to think matters. The way you treat yourself and the way that you treat others matter. Your subconscious is watching it all. Your omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent subconscious mind is taking notes of your every thought and action, like a sponge soaking up water, and then it acts accordingly. I saw a quote on Twitter that read, It's easy to spot a yellow car when you always think of a yellow car. It's easy to spot an opportunity when you always think of opportunities. It's easy to spot a reason to be mad when you're always thinking about reasons to be mad. You become exactly what you constantly think about. Watch yourself. If you think negative thoughts and you talk down on yourself, how can you expect to manifest anything positive in your life? One thing you need to understand is that your subconscious mind can't take a joke. I'll say that again so that you can fully conceptualize the gravity of what I just said. Your subconscious mind can't take a joke. You see, your conscious mind is the reasoning, analytical part of your brain, used to make decisions and for all your intentional body movements, like raising your hand and lifting away at the gym or opening the car door. But it is your subconscious that is the powerhouse. All of your vital bodily functions have been passed on to your subconscious, like your brain activity or your heartbeat 
or the blood circulation. These are all the responsibility of your subconscious, which has been working since the very second that you were born. Think of your conscious mind as the captain of a ship, giving direction and navigating. And then think of your subconscious as the cabin crew who work tirelessly below the deck, keeping the ship going forward. They are not in control of where the ship goes, but they are the sole driving force of the ship. Your subconscious mind cannot determine whether or not you are being sarcastic or literal. And this is why the way you treat yourself and the way you talk to yourself matters. Negative or abusive self-talk is detrimental to your well-being. Saying things like, I'm such an idiot or how could I be so stupid, even if you don't really mean it, will have adverse effects on your happiness. Remember that your subconscious can't take a joke. And this is why I can't stress enough the importance of self-love. Make your happiness a priority and protect your peace at all costs. It is not selfish to love and to want the best for yourself. You cannot expect to bring out the best in other people if you haven't yet been able to tap into the infinite reservoirs of your very own potential. Another toxic trait that has plagued our generation is the culture of instant gratification. Many of us often fall under the impression that if we don't start to see results in just a few days, weeks, or even months, then we must not be doing something right. It might not be worth it. And social media is largely responsible for this. We are constantly bombarded with images of a perceived perfection, leading to a sense of inadequacy and lack within ourselves. We feel entitled to other people's success, and a lot of the time that success is just surface level. Happy people are not those that have to prove their happiness to everybody else. The happiest people are those who just are. You see, once you are at peace with yourself, you don't have a need for any external validation. So think about that the next time that you see somebody living their best life through social media. Take away their feed, their likes and their followers and see if the grass is really as green as you once perceived it to be. Our incessant need for immediate gratification has made us both deluded and entitled as a society. We all know the saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. In fact, it took the city of Rome over a thousand years to be built. So ask yourself why you feel that you're entitled to becoming an overnight success. Let me tell you something. They don't exist. I love the quote from the rapper Big Sean that says, Guess it really took 10 years for me to become an overnight success. You see, anything worth having takes a certain degree of focus, time, determination, and consistency. Don't try and rush your come up. Don't sleep in your talents. Don't waste time behind a screen when you have the potential to be so extraordinarily great. I'd also like to stress the importance of implementing good and constructive habits in your life. A quote that I read some time ago goes like this. Habits are what dreams are made of. Not goals, not hope, habits. Admire someone who has done something that you want to do. Ask them to tell you your habits and you'll learn how to follow in their footsteps. Another quote that I read says, Show me your habits and I can show you where you will be in five years. The choices you make, the books you read, the food you eat, the people you spend time with, and the habits you adopt now will, it, will determine your future. As I said in the last podcast, practice the skill of being consciously aware of your internal and external environment at all times. And the reason I call it a skill is because that's exactly what it is. No one that has mastery over the mind did it by accident. They trained themselves and adopted certain habits that led, to get, that led them to getting the results that they have. It is a skill that we can all develop and implement, which is why what you consume is so important. Read the right books and strengthen your understanding and as a byproduct, strengthen your intuition. Feed your soul and be in the unrelenting pursuit of knowledge. Remember, you reap what you sow. And lastly, I'd like you to always be mindful of the fact that life is a journey and not a destination.
So please don't waste yours living behind the screen, trying to meet and live up to the expectations of somebody else or trying to convey the illusion of a perfect life. Be here and be present. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at the RTS podcast. That's at the RTS podcast on Instagram. I wish you all a wonderful day filled with love, gratitude and happiness. Until next time.